With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank. And right now, new customers get their first tank exchange for $10 with promo code TANK10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No contact, no commitment, no problem. Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Hello, good evening and welcome to Thursday Night's Fatback Four Daily. I am Gab as always and this show is brought to you by Paddy Power, a website, a bookies and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly. If you don't, that's all right. And if you gamble, try do so with Paddy Power. Odds on Liverpool, specials on Liverpool, odds on all other sports, especially golf that big Joe Walsh is making a hell of a lot of money out of. Follow at Joe Walsh 1981 on Twitter um, and build your portfolio. Um, some people will get that, some people won't. Don't worry about it. Uh, this week, or this week, we've done loads tonight. We are, um, we have Andy Young with us because we need some positivity in the room. There's been too much going on about Sterling, Gomez, Bernardo Silva, VAR, stuff like that. So, Andy, um, first question, and it was the one I thought of earlier, was, uh, when do you start the choo-choo train for Liverpool and the league title? Uh, choo-choo trains are a thing of the past. They were top four choo-choo trains. Oh. Yeah. Right. So they're, they're a thing of the past. We've moved on from choo-choo trains. And as I announced on the Tuesday club, we're going to win the league. Was that on Monday that was, wasn't it? Yeah. The Tuesday club on the Monday. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just, show, just shows how uh, organised we are. We just call a club, call a show the Tuesday club and just do it on a Monday. Um, yeah. so, so, the train is not, not the train's not happening. No, the train used to be for top four. So that the, that train is for the likes of I don't know Chelsea fans and. Okay, yeah. So you're selling the train. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. If any no, Wolves fans and all. If if any yeah if any if anybody's interested, you are selling a train towards top four. What form what form of transport are we going for? A uh, rocket ship. Rocket ship. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and where is this rocket ship departing from? Uh, the nice nice roundabout, the Red Cow. 
Yeah, yeah, whatever. Oh, okay, alright. Um, Dixon says England fans booing Gomez and they wonder why we say scouts not English. It's a disgrace. Um, they're absolute arseholes, to be honest with you. Um, O'Neill, O'Neill says, uh, think if we get to Qatar with a nine point gap or more, we'd be in a very strong position. Yeah, we get to that in a few minutes as well. Uh, Connor's asking about Rocky. Still haven't got the Rocky for me. Really haven't. Glenner says Andy is a good listen. He is a very good listen. And he's, <laughs> and he's, um, he's one of those, He's one of those that, you know, if you have a random question, Andy's the man to ask. He really is. Um, Ray Dickinson says, ultimate professionalism, lads. Yeah, we are. We are ultimate. Sure, Andy's, Andy's probably the top podcast host going at the moment. He's the top podcast producer at the moment. Am I right, Andy? Yeah, do I, yeah. Do I need to producing, continue? hosting, all of that. Guesting. I have to change, I have to change my bio. I forgot to change my bio. Yeah, change your bio to, um, ultimate podcast host and producer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ray Dickinson is also worrying, would the Lewis be in the show? The Lewis being the tram that goes through Dublin. Would that be a show for, for the transport and uh, Liverpool to Elite Oil? I like rocket ship now. The red line, yeah. Uh, no, I think I like rocket ship. I'm gonna go. I'm staying. I'm sticking with rocket ship, Andy. I think it's the yeah. best idea. So, Andy, listen. Um, it's been a brilliant start to the season for Liverpool. Uh, me and you talk about it quite a bit. And you know, there's a there's a block of games coming up now between say now and when we get over the the, the FIFA Club World Cup in Qatar. How are you feeling towards these next block of games, Andy? You know, we have league games in there. We've league cup. We have Champions League games, and we obviously have the Club World Cup. There's a lot going on. Are you, are you really are you really positive about this? Or are you sitting during the day in those quiet moments and thinking, "Jesus, this is going to be hard." Um. Well, like every time we finish an international break, we seem to talk about the next block of games and how many points you would take. Mm. And the answer used to be, you'd go across games and say, okay, look, you'd expect to be Palace and, you know, then, okay, you might be, um, you might be a bit doubtful about a fixture. So you get, you know, award yourself, uh, one point, stuff like that. But I think at this stage, we just need to expect and hope to win every single game. Uh, I think that's what's going to take. We need to get City off our backs as quick as possible. I know it's nine points between us and City, eight points between us and Leicester. But uh, we can open up that gap. <laughs> I, I genuinely think they'll fuck off and uh, leave the league. Who will? City. If they lose another game? Yeah. Yeah, I think that as well. I think if City lose another game, they'll uh, they'll just forfeit the rest of their games and they'll apply for, to, to go into the Welsh division or something. Or they'll swap with Celtic and they go up, they go up north and Celtic, yeah. Celtic will come in the Premier League and everyone will be happy. Yeah, so I, I don't know what I don't know what City's next few games is exactly, but I know they have some t- uh, tough fixtures coming up. They've got United there early December. They've well, probably next game is Chelsea. Chelsea is that home? Yeah, yeah that's I home, think that's it? home. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we Palace away, and then we've uh, we've a couple of home games in the bounce. Uh, I think Everton might be coming up uh, f- uh, early December, probably the same weekend, or is that midweek? That's um, midweek, isn't it? I, I'll have to I'll have to look up all the fixtures now for you, because I was only concentrating yeah. on Liverpool's. But you've decided to do a full fucking review of the Premier League. No, and, I'm just and, thinking, and every just thinking of, for the next. I'm just thinking months. of the gap, the next, the next block of fixtures. Yeah, I mean, you just got you just got to say we're going to win every game, yeah. and if we, if we can get if we can be Napoli, um, that means we're we're guaranteed top in the Champions League. So that's that's done and dusted, and then after after the Bournemouth game, the derby, then the Bournemouth game. After that, we've really got just one major fixture until the Christmas period, really. Because you can afford to piss about in the League Cup and at that World Cup thing. 
and then we Salzburg, so that that you'd know, hope that's a dead rubber. So if Klopp can just manage the games and manage the, t- uh, the you know, who's rest, who's rested and rotated a little bit, we should be all right. You know, I think a lot's being made of that fixture congestion over December. But um, if we can, if we can sit here going into January with that gap still as big, we'd be laughing. We'll probably drop points. We we might drop points over over throughout December, but I think City are going to drop points as well. Yeah, City. I hope City do, and I think Leicester and Chelsea will. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to look up all the. I'm going to look up all the fixtures now for you just to get a, a decent run, like looking at the next couple of games. I anyway, mean, up till the Watford game before we go off to Qatar. Um, somebody says Andy threw his Mickey out the window. That's a throwback from something else. Um, it must be another podcast you've done years ago. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Glenner says Andy's views on, on cannibalism is amazing. Um, does that, <laughs> what does was that, that again? <laughs> I don't know if Glenner can tell us what that was. I know what's going to happen here, right? This is going to turn into a show we, we just started talking about old stuff and laughing a lot and then we just say right that's the end of the pod and we leave um but if you want good if you want good um views from andy you should probably ask him about vegans and um people of that and, and people of that sort um apparently there's twenty thousand tickets sold for the women's game against everton at um on sunday at anfield the women's game that's ridiculous if it's 20,000. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Sullivan says Salzburg will fancy themselves getting out of the group if we beat Napoli. Yeah, yeah. but if we can if we can beat Napoli, like we're in, we're, so we're grand, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, Chris Brack says January and February are always the months that we struggle under Klopp. I th- yeah, but I think if we go and we get, I think if we go and we get, um, if we if we can get through to January with nine point nine point lead now, you'd take someone's hand off for it, you really would. They're not, they're not, they're not, um, Andy, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm looking at the fixtures and for us anyway. And yeah. under normal circumstances, there's nothing that I would would be overly worried about. You know, I, I've like I've seen someone today that will you know re- remain anonymous. It was Grace, and he was saying that um, he, he fancies a one-all draw against Palace at Selhurst Park. And um, I absolutely went off the wall at him because I, I can you understand where all the doubt comes every single game about this team. Uh, I think it's just deeply ingrained in a lot of fans that you just cannot believe how good things are, that you just think something shits around the corner. Um, and you look at a palace, a fixture at a palace away and you think like banana skin, it's going to be, it's always a difficult place to go. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're a neutral right now, and I mean, not the type of neutral that just absolutely hates Liverpool type of neutral, but if you, if you're looking at Liverpool right now as a neutral, you're thinking they're going to just steamroll everyone. Yeah, you would because I, I I'm looking at I'll I'll get up City's next next couple of games as well because I want to look at that Leicester and stuff like that. But I don't see where the doubt comes from. You know, I get the international break team, but we still kind of get through these games, don't we? Not a bother. Like, look, I'm looking at the, the fixtures here, right? So you have Palace away, then you have Napoli at home. So if you win that, that's the Champions League done and dusted, right? You've yeah. Bright, you've Brighton at home, you've Everton at home, then you're away to Bournemouth, then you play Salzburg in a game that could be a dead rubber, and you're home to Watford, right? And then you have the Villa game in the League Cup. That's listen. That's won't. We're not bothering with that. And then we're going into the the, the Club World Cup, which we play on the 18th and the 24th of December. And we're back then for Leicester, which is a huge game. Really yeah. So there's game. so that that's between so between the uh, 7th of December, I'm counting six games. No, um, no from, the, from, the, from the from the 23rd of November up until the 14th of December. No, the mind that, the mind that for a second, because they're just, 
I'm just thinking after the yeah, like okay, yeah, we kind of do have a two games a week until then. You've got a league game midweek, Champions League league game midweek everything. Yeah, fuck. So yeah, to the ten, to the to the seventh, to the seventh of December, we have a game, two games a week, mm. right? And then after that, between that game, between the Bournemouth game away on the seventh of December, mm-hmm. there are six games to play before we play Leicester. Mm-hmm. And only one of them is a real must win. It's yeah. what for that one. Yeah. Because the Villa one doesn't count. The two in the Club World Cup, you can take your pick um, as to what you want to do. And then we're, we're back with Leicester. Salzburg won't matter either if we've beaten Napoli. There's plenty of comments coming in here. Owen Neil says, I think Palace will be tricky due to the international break, but I'm going to say another two, tight 2-1. Two, um, yeah. Jono says, people say doubters into believers. Some fans are frauds when it comes to that because I still see Liverpool's fan doubting this team. They just, I think, I think, I think, and, I, 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 what? It depends on what level of doubt. Like if you're just a complete cynic about Liverpool, if this, if you have a problem with with the team, as in you don't believe in the players for whatever reason, that that's one that's one you know extreme. Hmm. But I think as fans, like I know where Grace is coming from. He is a positive fan, but he's just he just struggles with the concept of us being great. Andy, because we've experienced so much shit. Yeah, Andy, we won a game at the weekend, and I swear to God. I thought Grizz was on a sedative on Sunday night on the podcast. I heard him. He was, very emo- he was very emotional. He was that he bad. Was, yeah. Chris Brack asks, um, Gav, weren't we promised two selection boxes from a subscriber if we have a nine-point gap by the time we go to the World Club uh, Cup? Yeah, we are. Somebody promised us two um, selection boxes. If, uh, do you know what? Do you want one? No, no. can I just say something about selection boxes over Christmas? Yeah. There's far too many selection boxes over Christmas. What do you mean, like... If he can mean? hold... If he could hold them off till around March... Right. Chocolate doesn't go off, so it's grand. No, no, it would be fine, as long as it's not all white. And then the same with Easter. Like, there's no point in giving someone an Easter egg at right. Easter. It, yeah. Lash the biggest gift... Give them the biggest, Halloween. Yeah, the biggest gift you can give a man <laughs> during the summer is an Easter egg. Because, <laughs> like... It's what do you so give fun. the man that has everything in Easter egg <laughs> in August? Easter egg in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Did you ever find an Easter egg? Yeah. Oh, listen. Come here. I, I don't... Um, when it comes to Easter, like, myself and my wife wouldn't get anything for Easter. You know that kind of way. Your mom might bring you down a Mars one. You know that way. Ah. But, but um, now, like, my daughter just gets fucking mad amount of stuff. Like, it's like yeah. Willy Wonka in the fucking place. You know what I mean? Yeah, the same, same on my young flood. You'd have about 25 Easter You lash them in the fridge and just don't say anything to them. And they'll forget you put them away. They put them away in the pantry or whatever and you forget, totally oh, forget about them. Where are you? <laughs> Would you ever stop in the pantry? Just put them in the bottom drawer in the, the big press. The big press. <laughs> we call it the pantry. It's a big press. Big it has press. loads of pantry items. <laughs> but you're not away yet. So is you, there a pantry section in your supermarket? Uh like, <laughs> would you say, where, where's the, where, where do you get those, um, green teas and you go, oh, the pantry section, oil six? The pantry would where you keep your dry items, like your pastas and rices and cereals Just and the press crisps. Yeah, okay, but it's a big press. Yeah, but it's not a pantry. Would you ever stop? My big press is a pantry, you can get into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so do you say to your kids, like, if you, if you don't give a fuck at all now you're going into that pantry? <laughs> You know what I mean? If he goes in there, he's going to find the Easter eggs, the little bollocks. Yeah, no, I have all, you see, I probably, what I do is, the bottom drawer, you know, there's two drawers traditionally in the bottom of your fridge. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, at Easter now, I'll just store a few of them away there. Yeah. And what I'll do is, yeah. there'll be more in, in a press somewhere, but then I'll just keep, 
bringing them from the press to the fridge, getting them <laughs> nice and cold and hard, and then the young one forgets about them, you know what I mean? And at night then yeah. you can sit down when everyone's gone to bed, a big mug of tea, and you can just have your Easter egg. It's not your Easter egg, it's the kids, but listen, you're only doing them good. You Did don't you want to be in the dentist for a long Easter time. Egg. Do you have a what? Did you ever pour your tea into a half Easter egg? No, Andy. That's like people that put <laughs> fucking their shredded wheat into it and all arseholes. You know what I mean? That's you know, so. But anyway, uh, you know, so to get back to my point. Yeah, about the pantry. Stashed, you've stashed it so well from mm. the kids that yeah. you one day you're moving things around in the pantry or whatever you want to call it right. and you find the Easter egg and it could be August or it could be November and it's fucking the best thing ever. Yeah. So anyway, your man, if you, if you could just hold off on the selection boxes to March and the Easter eggs till summer. Um, summer. August. Yeah. August. Right. Um, I'll tell you what we could do, right? If we kept, if we kept, um, the, 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 if you can keep the selection box and send us to him around Paddy's Day. Yeah. That's yeah. March. And then what we could do is we could get the Easter eggs, say for the, like the European Championship finals late mid July. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, Adam Petruccione says he keeps his extra Easter eggs in the wine cellar. What he meant was, I keep my Easter eggs under the stairs. Um, <laughs> that's what he means there, right? Uh, North Red says chocolate out of the fridge is beautiful. It's the best it one. Is. It is yeah. the best. Um, Glenar is disgusted at the thoughts of a pantry, and so am I. Um, Claire, um, the, the, the chocolate out of the fridge has to be Cadbury's. Now, Every other mm, chocolate is, is a fraud. Do you think so? Yeah, I, no, I, I love the Mars stuff. Easter eggs out of out of the fridge, the Mars ones. Would you give over? I'm telling you. That's, that's tenement, you know. Tenement, tenement. <laughs> well, that's close to where I came from, the fucking pantry, with you. <laughs> you, you, know what I mean? you had an outside toilet, for fuck's sake, and now you're claiming you have a pantry. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Look, people are trying to talk football here, and I don't know if it, I don't think it's going to go well. I don't think it's going to go well. Um People are talking about the World Club Cup final. It, it will be probably, it will be the winner of, most likely the winner of the Copa Libertadores, which looks like it's River Plate or Flamengo. Um, but look, yeah, if there, I don't know how we got on to, well, I do know how to go on to selection boxes, but look, we, we might have to, we might have to, um, sort out the logistics on them. Uh, Chris Brack says Maltesers all day, out of the fridge. Mm. Andy, do you do that thing with Maltesers? You know, where you lie down and you, you put it on between your lips and you try to blow it in the air and then, yeah. actually, do you do that? Yeah. Uh, I'd say you do. Do you buy, do you, would you buy a packet of Maltesers to do that or would it just be at Easter when they were around the gaff? It, do you know, it, Maltesers would be one of those things that it's the last kind of thing sitting in the fridge. Mm. Like, you know, when you're, you know, the bag of goodies or whatever. Yeah. And you're, you're dying for something chocolatey and there's yeah. nothing else. Yeah. I'll eat the Maltesers, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's the, it's the dregs, isn't it? Yeah. They're the type of things that go on um, Rocky Roads are, you know, yeah, not, yeah, no, I, I know people that make them for the, use them for the base of a, of a cheesecake and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Chemical Kev asks, any interest in Ireland versus Denmark on Monday? Not really. Have you, Andy? Yeah, I'm going to it. Are you going to it? Yeah. Are you in the premium level? I'm literally going to it. No, you're literally, no, you either are or you aren't. There's no literally. No, I, I'm literally going to it. Right. Yeah, literally. Okay. Um, I am, yeah, I got free tickets. Did you? Yeah. Off you. The council, the council, <laughs> the council, the council, the council come down and gave me two tickets when you see me pantry. Fair play to you bringing up the area. Um, I, did, I did an advert. Oh, did you? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, really? What's it for? The, for the, um, the Euros next year. Oh, really? Okay. Ireland jersey on? No. No? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, just, just, just a normal shell tracksuit and, uh, shell tracksuit and your, and your, and your Air Max, was it? It was just me opening my pantry. <laughs> the, the, the local council come down and cut the ribbon on the, on the opening of the pantry. Um, Sterling has just come out and called out the fans for Bill Gomez. Every, he should do. He should do. Um, Tell me, called him out on Twitter. I, I don't know. I don't know whether he, he called him out on Twitter or he had a megaphone at Wembley. I'm just, I'm just ignoring him. His head's all over the place. Ah, yeah, he's made, a, he's made a bollocks. He, I think it's career. The same day he does a big announcement about... Uh, him and Gomez are cool. Nothing, ha- you know, they're sound. Mm. Other stories are being ran about and scratching his face. Yeah. And other stories about ran about and uh, 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 saying that the Liverpool fans have a vendetta against them. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you're a footballer and you left yeah. one rival to play for another. Of course, they're going to hate you. Yeah. I think the biggest thing on the Sterling thing, and I don't really want to go into it for too long, but I think the biggest thing on the Sterling thing, when I look back at it, it was the interview <sighs> we done with BBC that his agent arranged where he basically went on the BBC and said that he wanted to leave Liverpool. You know? Yeah. And, and it was an un... What way would you... It was, an, it was a non-sanctioned interview. Um, so, I don't know. All Neil says, yeah, apparently on Twitter, good PR move from him. You know, it's all about PR, isn't it? So, that's... Uh, Avo the Third says, does Andy's butler find his forgotten Easter eggs in the pantry? <laughs> would you ever leave something in the pantry for too long? Oh, I forgot it was there. Um... No. No. Would you use the pantry for sneaky stuff like, you know, little tools you have like screwdrivers and Allen keys and stuff? You go, I'll stick that in the pantry. No. No. The pantry is strictly for, for your um, dried I, goods. I can have a look and tell you what's in it. Why? Well, is, is, are you in the pantry? <laughs> I'm not far from it. No. Stay where you are. Stay where you are. Um, if anyone has any random questions for Andy, please ask him about veganism. Um, throw it in there and we'll do it in the next 10 or 15 minutes. Um he, uh, apparently Raheem Sterling admitted it was his fault on the tweet. People that are watching this now are going, what the fuck's going on? And then it people, was his fault what? That they built Gomez? Uh, um, he just, he admitted it was his fault on the tweet. Oh, I think this is the tweet about him being killed and stuff like that. But yeah, he did, but I don't, I don't really want to talk about it anymore. I just think it's getting way too much, uh, Mate, way too much airtime now at this stage. Not Red says Ireland are hard to watch, but would love them to qualify for the drink and the tournament. Um, I'm not oh. really bothered to be honest with you. Like Andy's going, like trust me, if they beat Denmark on Monday, Andy is like you know rocket ships for Liverpool and all sorts of stuff to get. You'd love to travel around Europe watching them, wouldn't you, Andy? Nah, you would, <laughs> Andy. Ireland. Yeah. No. You love if you love any sort of event, Andy. Yeah. You love all I'm gonna that. Go to, I'm going to go to the Hockey World Cup thing. The Hockey World Cup, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you me- remember the time we all thought we were winning the Cricket World Cup? Do you remember that? Ah, uh, that was the best ever. And then, I, and, then, and then our best cricket player left Ireland to play for England. That's what's mad about cricket. Yeah, oh, Morgan. Yeah. He was like, yeah, we've done really well there, but I'm off to play for England. Like, you don't even have to be English, do you? You just go over no. there and say, like, I'm on a play. Cause so we could literally get a load of... Like, we could get a, a World eleven yeah. or whatever amount of players that play in cricket. Yeah. So, get get a couple of players from India, Pakistan. Um, South Africa, Pak, all the <coughs> fucking countries. Yeah. Uh, a couple of, couple of English fellas, if they're any use. Oh, stick Morgan. a team together, get a good, um, I don't know, get someone to manage them and then be whopper and play in uh, Corky Park. Martin O'Neill. 
Yeah. Martin O'Neill to manage them. And um, they could just play in the Phoenix Park in Dublin. Great access to it. Great infrastructure around it. Grizz, Grizz, you know Grizz is trying to get onto the Pakistani uh, cricket team, don't you? What's that? He's, Grizz is trying to get onto the Pakistan cricket team. He's trying to... I think he said, he said if he's... If Liverpool don't... Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. When the league this year, he's given up... Football. football and going for it, going back to cricket. Yeah. And... um He's he's uh, he doesn't know whether he'll get in the England team because he's not too sure if he'd be at that level, but he reckon he could get in for Pakistan. Yeah. So definitely. you know what I mean? That's not bad, is it? Well do you know what I noticed about the rugby World Cup, the way there was only a, a handful of teams that were actually rugby nations. Yeah. Like consider, I think there was eight teams or something and the rest were sort of just making up the numbers. Yeah. And there was a fella playing for Russia that that get took up rugby two weeks before the World Cup. No way. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Was that because he ran out of holidays and work and thought I could do with a break away and he goes, yeah, I've no, I've no, I've no holidays was, left, I'll just yeah. take up rugby. He was in the army and if you if you represented your country, yeah, you get extra leave. Right. So he just thought so for just, a break. So he signed up for the rugby team. <laughs> That's fucking mad. Well, I, do, I wish we'd done a hair because Ireland are a shite, weren't they? Yeah. Like, no, no offence to Japan, but we should be battering them. Like, well, no, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, that, that's just mad. Um, any other random sports that we like talking about? Um, I'm trying to think now. Nothing else? Will we go back to Liverpool? Yeah. Okay, so I want to ask you about the, the Villa thing, right? Um. We play Villa in the cup quarter final. I think it's a farce the way they've put this game on the day before we play in guitar. But what way would you play this? Would you would you literally go and tell the under twenty three as manager that he has the under twenty three squad and off you go to Villa Park to play in that quarter final? Or would you try no, play a couple of because the under twenty threes have a game that week. Yeah, okay, but the, So the under eighteens don't have a game. Oh, you're going eighteen. You're going even further. Nineteens, is it? But anyway, the younger, yeah, the 18s I don't think have a game. So I think you just split up the two squads. Yeah. Let the twenty-three, half the twenty-three is play the game with the 18s. Okay, and just yeah. send them out there. Would you not? Would you not try to do something with with like the likes of Lalana, maybe a Milner? Um, if you if you had Shakiri fit, you know. Would you do something along them lines and, and try to bring two or three of them to Villa? You know, like Adrian, or would you Would you be saying, no, if you're in the four-team squad, you're going to Qatar, you're not... Because I think if you're going to Qatar, like, you know, if you're up for selection over there, I'd imagine he's going to, in a couple of games, assuming you win the fourth one, I'd imagine he's going to kind of use 22 players or thereabouts. Yeah, no, we will because he, yeah, because if so if, if, if the fourth leg is going if the fourth leg is going to be as easy as people or the fourth round or semi final or whatever they call it is going to be uh, the team is going to be weak as we think it's going to be. The chances are out of that twenty three, he's going to use probably you know seven or eight of them that wouldn't probably get near the fourth team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's going to need them over there. So you're saying just go with whoever you need to go with a Villa and just write it off. Just play a lot of bangers and get fucked out. Well, we tried that and they didn't throw us out. Yeah, we tried, we played Shiravella and it never happened. Do you know what I mean? Um, Adrian Petrucci says play the 18s in the 23s match and then yeah. obviously played them. Um, Glenner says give them a walkover, just don't turn up. Um, 
oh, I don't think we can do that. Not not now, anyway. It's gone too far. Uh, Kevin Sullivan says the Sancho fee will be around the same as Joe Felix, 115 million. I million million. I can't see us doing it. J- uh, Jaden Sancho, Killian Mbappe, um, Kai Havertz. All these players are being linked with Liverpool for next summer, Andy. We nah. didn't we didn't do anything last summer, and people are waiting on this blockbuster move to happen, and then the night thing thrown in on top. Um, can you I see think any- Sancho's overrated? So do I. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't any like. He's not even had a good season. I, I, from what I've seen of him, I think he's he's a good player, very good player. But I think there's better players out there for us to suit us a lot more. Yeah, Mbappe. And Mbappe is not happening, Andy. You know, it's going to be two hundred and fifty million and about fucking half a million a week on wages. It's just um, it's just not happening. You need to start thinking big. They're, you know, Liverpool. Liverpool win the league. Right, which they they will. They're the biggest team in the world, mm. and it's 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 not like even a stepping stone anymore. It's it's where Mbappe would find himself at the biggest club in the world with you know one of Nike's biggest. Oh, he's the poster boy, like yeah, in football in terms, he's going to be the poster boy for probably the next ten years, but. Like North Red says, they're Werner in January, please. And, and yeah. North Red said that a couple of times. And I, I'm kind of on that train, Andy. I know you're not doing trains, but I'm on that train. Um, where he he makes sense for me in January. He's someone that comes in and he gives us that little boost up front. And with the likes of Salah's injury hanging over him, you know, Mane could go through a dip. Firmino could through a dip. Just to have someone else there, a little bit of an extra dimension, out and out forward player. I think that's a, a decent move, but can I, just going back. Just to very, it's just very hard. It's very hard. I know, like you know, we have to start thinking like a big team, but it, it is very, very difficult to keep four players happy. Four really, like you know, expecting to start players happy. Yeah, no, front, front, front three. I know it is very hard, but it, that's when you become such a big side, you have to have that. You can't just say there's a front three and. Everyone else can piss off. You need someone that can challenge, and I think Werner's yeah. at a level where he could. Um, yeah. Force says Harvard will be his dream signing. He, al- he also asks if you could play in one LFC game anywhere in the world against any opponent, who would it be? So you can play for Liverpool against anybody in any stadium or venue in the world. What would it be? What would yours be? I think it'd be um, it'd be Anfield, obviously, and it would be against the other among teams. Would it? Yeah, like I think the the city game has become fun, mm-hmm. so you might you know might get a bit of crack out of that, and then if you're playing against United, like you'd get the chance to kick them. So either of those. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd if I'd either do I'd it'd have to be like a league winning game, right? So right. you're winning it to win the league, and I have to be honest with you, it would have to be. Anfield or Old Trafford to play for Liverpool against United you know, Anfield or our Old Trafford win the game and be yeah. crowned champions I think that would be off the scale um, What front three's value will peak this year says Glenner FSG won't let their value decline they're all the same age that's a fair point Andy they, they are businessmen at the end of the day but Klopp will have a big say where he'll say no I don't care about the value I'll, I want to keep them you know that what kind of way yeah. um, so but, but so you don't see a big blockbuster moving in the summer, do you? Yeah, do Bappe. Do you? You're going seriously. You're on that. You're on that. Absolutely, honestly. Right. 
And he is, do you literally think he'll turn up there like you're literally going to turn up at, at the Aviva on Monday? Yeah. Well, I think he's sticking out all the, he's, he's making all the moves. Okay. He's coming, he's saying come for me. And I, I mean, the money isn't even an object anymore because Nike are going to sort that out. Yeah. Somebody did say there, sign, um, Signs Man City's lawyers and accountants, and we'll make that happen really easily. Fair point. Chris Brack says, score the winner at Goodison to feel the hate and to, to feel the hate from them. That's not a bad show. Um, definitely United at Anfield is not red. Um, have you talked about the Craig Mitch situation on any of the shows? Who's Craig Mitch? Who the fuck is that? Oh, I know who this is. I know who this is. <coughs> this is the guy that done a video a couple of years ago, I think, on YouTube. And the only way I can explain to you, Andy, is he's sitting what looks like a plastic garden chair and he has another mate beside him and he's talking about Liverpool as a city and bin dippers and their this and their that and they, they, don't, they don't know how to get the job done because they don't have jobs. And Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's, the, he's the fellow who said Bill Sterling makes him feel uneasy or something. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He's just an arsehole again, isn't he? Ah, uh, I mean, he fucked up big time. He made, he made all those shouts, and then as LFC Twitter does, They'll 15 minutes later, they have all the doors on you. Yeah. And if they've done it to so many fellas, like, that have bad mouthed Liverpool. Yeah. So, um, he got us come up and then he put up some sort of a fake apology, you know, sorry if I have offended anyone. Mm. Well, he's literally been a complete and utter wanker. And is, is he, is, about, is he a YouTuber or what is he? He's a, yeah, he, do, he does like, he does Spores uh, podcasts. Oh, he's from Spores. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. No, well, that's the only thing I've seen him. I watched that and then just thought he's an arsehole. He's like Grizz. He mixes it up with all the other fans. Yeah, sure. Grizz is... Um, he, meets, talk... <laughs> he meets up in hotel rooms with other fans. <laughs> yeah, sure. Isn't there talk now of... Um, I know Arsenal Fan TV have the hashtag Grizz2020, like we have Mbappe2020. <laughs> just talk of Grizz being uh, transferred over to Arsenal Fan TV next year, um, where the big books are. So um, we'll have to wait and see. Anyone has any random questions, you have five minutes, five minutes. And how come, how nobody has asked about veganism is um, beyond me. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> beyond me. Uh, because if you want a good conversation, that is the word you need to use. Um, but look, overall, Andy, you know, oh, sorry, he's a presenter on Match of the Day X, apparently. Ah, well, that's why he's, um, that's why he's, uh, they've, they've called him lovely and, Probably try to end his career. What the fuck does Manchester or uh, Manchester match of the day X men? I don't know. Is it match of the day extra? Is it? Like, it's like this side show. I tell you what. It, it's like it's like a spin off to match of the day or, or an extra supplement of it. I tell you who was on it. Uh, you know Carlton that does the Liverpool artwork. Yeah, they they visited his house and showed all his artwork and how he done things. Like fair play to him. He's um yeah he's a serious. Yeah, he's he's doing seriously well, and he, he he was one of the four sponsors of this show, so I always have time for him. I have to be honest with you. Um, well, no, oh, yeah, I've seen him actually. I've seen a lot of things. Yeah, they they were they're tweeting the BBC to sack him and all. Early, yeah, so, and it'll yeah. probably happen. Yeah. You know, but listen, when the FA are charging Harvey Elliott because he was fourteen and called Harry Kane a Mongo, you know what I mean? Anything goes, yeah. man, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Force 22 says I can honestly see Salah moving they're all 28 and at their peak I see FSG trying to make the most of the situation I wouldn't be worried I now trust that, that staff to make the best of it it'll all depend on Klopp it'll, it'll all, all depend on Klopp yeah you wouldn't know what way it pan out like Klopp's gonna gonna stay for what two more seasons after this is it 
2020, 2022. 22. We'll have um. So you'll have two seasons after this. I have got a question for you, Andy, about veganism. Go on. I've seen it. Um. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's a thing where they just go next summer just because they're 28. I think Klopp tries to hang on to these players who are so important. Yeah. The way he's built, and then does Klopp think about who's coming in next and who the boy and what what not? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's they're all speculating on players leaving. I, I don't know. No, Sam seems happy. Every every one of them seems happy, but you know that's why I think something in January, like a Werner, to come in and he gets he gets the six months of adrenaline while Liverpool are chasing the title, and then he yeah. knuckles down. And then if you were to make a massive move, you could say you're forward planning. You're not a kind of way, but we'd have to wait. Yeah, and but when have FSG ever said to a manager you must sell him? No, they haven't. And well, people will tell you about Coutinho and people tell you about different players, but they haven't, in my opinion. Um, what's your opinion on vegan sausage rolls, Andy? <laughs> Actually, the first time I ever heard of a vegan sausage roll was today. today? Because, uh, yeah, I think it was on uh, Kerry from somewhere's uh, um, Twitter timeline. I think she got one from Greg's right. when she was in Liverpool at the weekend. Uh-huh. And that, that's the whole, the whole thing about veganism. Why do they try and pretend they're eating meat? Like when they yeah. hate animals getting eaten so much. Yeah, I know, it's mad. Like, it's not a sausage roll. It's not a burger. Yeah. It's like you can't eat a vegan animal. Yeah. So they need to give it up because I'm, I'm finding that very offensive at the moment to the way yeah. they're robbing our fields names. Yeah. And, and you see, they shouldn't be allowed to use the name sausage roll. No, because and sausage, and roll, sausage roll is um, pork. Yeah, and that's airfield. That's airfield. It's carnivores. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, and I'm on, I'm I'm exactly the same as you. Like, they hate the thoughts of animals being hurt, slaughtered for people yeah. to eat, but they will happily call it a sausage roll. You know, and yeah. they will happily have vegan sausages and vegan bacon and vegan this and that. It's they're literally mimicking eating. The stuff yeah. that they don't want harmed. Yeah, and they're going into they're going into coffee shops and they're causing all sorts of hassle yeah. at the counters. Or uh, demanding almond milk or soy milk More or you name it. More. They want yeah, they want your one across in the ca- behind the counter to squeeze our teeth into the cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and they go into Costa Coffees and if there isn't enough plants in the place, you know, yeah. you're, you're just you're ruining the world. They yeah, should bring stop. back smoking the pubs. It put a stop to all this. Yeah. Smoking and the pubs was the start of this, Andy. I got Dorothy looks off a vegan for wearing a leather jacket. Did you know that? Oh, no <laughs> yeah. Is that your black leather bomber jacket? What do you mean? Is that my of, of many no, black no, leather I, jackets? <laughs> right, okay, in the pantry. Um, <laughs> no, I, I remember being out with you one night and you came in with a rather striking black leather jacket. It was a bomber jacket style. It was really nice. Was that yeah. the one where you got the uh, you got the eyeballs for it? Yeah, that's it. That was it. Uh, and it is a real leather jacket. I'll have them now. Yeah, real leather. It's from, um, yeah, it's from Massimo Duty if they have a problem. Yeah. Go in and have a word of him. Yeah. And would you... Because like, I, didn't, I didn't fucking make the jacket. Yeah, no, you just, bought, I didn't, you just I wear didn't it. Kill, I didn't kill the fucking cow or, or do that like that. Yeah. So don't, don't be giving me fieldies. Yeah. And what, what about this, Andy, right? Uh, Owen Neil says, this might go on now a little bit, lads. We're, we're over the time, but we keep going. I saw some shop had to change the name of Gingerbread Man to Gingerbread Person. <laughs> <laughs> now that'll, that'll have you fuming, won't it? There's loads of that carry on going on yeah. at the minute. The best one i ever seen was, um, and the best one I've genuinely ever seen, was they didn't want to call a baby, Baby. 
they wanted to call it a Taby, T H E Y B Y, um, because they didn't want to identify the baby, you know, like, yeah. like I, I'm not like at the end of the day, like, you know, um, I, I just can't get over this stuff, and I worry for the world. I really do, Andy. Like, like we look at we look at Boris Johnson and we look at Donald Trump and we look at all these people. And we go look at these assholes, and then you go look at the generation coming behind them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's offended by like, like uh, people in Ireland watching uh, watching this will know about this, right? But people in England may not, and people further afield most definitely won't. But I think the longest running chat show in the world is based in Ireland. All right, it's called the Late Late Show. It's on oh. every Friday night at about half past nine in the evening. There's only ever been three hosts on that show, and it started in the early seventies, I think. What the first ever host was a man called Gay Bourne. Um, he hosted it up until around 97, so he's about 25, 26 years doing it. He died last week, 85 years of age. He was suffering from a long illness. He died last week. He's, he's basically a legend in this country, alright? From, he done time on radio, he done time in, on television. Brilliant, brilliant man in, in everything he done, right? But yeah. basically, Tato Crisps, right? Um, basically tweeted the day he died, and it was basically the, the Tato man, that's the logo for the crisps, with a sad face on. Right, they yeah. got hundreds of complaints because Tato had put a sad face up of their logo because Gayborn had died. That's what you're dealing with. Yeah, and I, I like to think that this shit hasn't really snuck into Ireland too much. Oh, it's well in, Andy. Kind of snuck in under the radar, like. Yeah, no, it's well in. Like I do, I used to be having a giggle at the Americans, like you know, carrying on with all this, but yeah. You know, and then people are people are fluid. And are, I just, I can't get my head around it whatsoever. You know, I, I really, really can't. Like, the, uh, was it you that sent me the video on um, lesbians that don't identify themselves as women? Yeah, that was a mad conversation. The two of them are uh, saying, can you be uh, a lesbian that, that you're gender neutral? Yeah. So, yeah, what you're saying is a complete contradiction. Yeah. Because they, they just want to be lesbians because... That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But like. <laughs> we the, all want to be lesbians if we could. The definition of lesbian is two females, um, yeah. that, you know, love each other, engage in sexual contact with each other, right? Yeah. Um, but these were, these were claiming to be, you know, gender neutral or non-binary lesbians, weren't they? Yeah. Like, to come on. I can't go any further. You can't have it all. You can't, you can't be doing that, lads. No. As, as the unbelievables once said. Um, Right, we're out here, Andy. I think, yeah. I think we've uh, we've literally gone away from football. I think, I think we 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 need to get Trev back. Yes. What? Uh, we, Andy, okay. So, uh, yeah, we should. Politics. Yeah, um, we definitely should. Have you listened to Trevor's new podcast? I have. I've listened to the three stories so far. Um, I don't know whether. Oh yeah, the one I listened to today was the, was the third one. And I couldn't remember whether I listened to him in reverse order, but right. last week was definitely my favourite. It was about the fella who um, made a bet with a banker. Right. Um, I'll tell you my favourite bit now in a second. Uh, to live in solitary confinement for 15 years, and right. then he'd win, uh, he'd win two millions. And I thought it was brilliant the way he kept calling it two millions. Yeah. Because <laughs> like nowadays we say two million. Yeah, well it is pure. It is plural. Two is it, plural. Yeah, no, but I thought it was really good the way he kept saying two millions. <laughs> it makes it sound like more. But come here. Do you say? 50, so wanna, do you say ever, fifty euro or fifty euros? I say fifty euro. Do you? Ten euro, hundred euro. Yeah, even though it's plural. Yeah. So 
Okay. If I ever win the lotto, I was thinking if I won the lotto or the euro millions are going on in the spot, I'm actually going to go on the news and say, I won 145 millions. <laughs> <laughs> and put your little finger to your lip like uh, in Austin yeah. Powers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to buy the biggest pantry ever with that. Oh my God. It's just going to be Castle of Pantry. That's well, come here. His, uh, his new um, Wards podcast is very good. If you like Wards and you like Trev, What's it's a... It's not called Wards Podcast. It's called, it's called the, great, the Great Stories. The Great Stories by, by yeah. the Great Stories with Trev Downey. I really yeah. like that. And um, it's Trev Downey, not Trevor Downey. I know. I just call him Trevor. It's just changed. Well, it is Trevor. He just calls himself Trev. Trev Downey. Yeah. Trev Downey. Um, Trev Downey. <laughs> <laughs> so now, in all seriousness, Trev's new um. Trev's new podcast has got uh, some rave reviews if you go to The Great Stories. But also, if you want to go onto Twitter, find Trev and tell him that he's needed urgently for a gender <laughs> politics podcast discussion with Andy and Gav um, ASAP. And if loads of you could do that, we would be so grateful. And I know Trev would love that to be brought to his attention. So, um, at Trev Downey on, um, on Twitter. And um, he uses the word like girl, and he likes to put three dots at the end of every sentence he says. So you'll know it's him if you go uh, and look at that stuff. He put up a tweet today, something talking about his story next week. Yeah. Uh, I honestly couldn't understand a single word in the sentence. Okay, I'll go back and look at it now. He's a mad bastard. <laughs> but look, we love Trev. But if, if we could start a campaign, we should do, Andy, shouldn't we? We should start a campaign now to um, get Trev Downey on this show again to discuss gender politics with Andy, me being just literally the, the, the guy that hosts it, and just let's see us two discuss it um, for 35 to 40 minutes. So at Trev, Trevor or Trev Downey, you'll find him. You know who it is. Go on, and if loads of you could please, please, please let Trev know that he's needed. It's a state of an emergency at this stage. He will be grateful, and so would we. Um, that's the Fatback Four Daily. I'll be back tomorrow night, Friday. Um, I'll be back at 10 p.m. I don't know who the guest is. You know the usual. You know the drill. We will be off Saturday and Sunday, and then back Monday. That's it, Andy. Thanks for joining me. No problem. Yeah, enjoyed it. Cool. And listen, best of luck when them vegans come attacking you on Twitter because it's definitely Mom, going to happen. Real sausage roll. <coughs> in, in your pantry. Over yeah. now. <laughs> All the best. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.